Hello, readers. Welcome to 20 Questions with your favorite author. If she's not your favorite now, she will be after. I'm Kelly Lynn Colby, Editorial Director at Curse Dragon Ship Publishing. And tonight, we have the queen of horror, Meg Hockdahl. Hey, Meg, how are you? Hi. I love that you're calling me the queen of horror. I'm going to take it. I, well, like I think it's appropriate. Uh -huh. It's you. appropriate. You need to go in your bio <laughs> for now on. Because right okay. now... Your bio says, horror and suspense author Meg Hofdahl is the creator of numerous stories and books. Her fiction has appeared in anthologies such as Eve's Requiem, Tales of Women, Mystery and Horror, and Eclectically Criminal. Her work has been produced for audio by The Wicked Library, that's a great name by the way, and The Lift. And she is the author of two popular short story collections including Twisted Reveries, 13 Tales of the Macabre. Meg is also the author of the three novels, The Darkest Hunger, Daughters of Darkness, and her dark inheritance. Those are in backwards order. That's very interesting. Called an intricate tale of betrayal, murder, and small town intrigue by horror addicts. And every bit as page turning as any King novel by RW Magazine. Meg, also the co-host of the podcast Horror Rewind and co-author of The Science of Monsters, The Science of Women in Horror, The Science of Stephen King, and the upcoming The Science of Serial Killers. She lives in the snowy bluffs of Minnesota. Woo, that is quite a bio, Meg. I am so impressed. Thank you. Well, now I have to add Queen of Horror to it. So that should just have be to the go first in and... Yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> oh, Sitlarlene is in. So she did the, didn't she? She wrote a script for you for one of the short stories, didn't she? Oh, yeah. Oh, hi. Hi. Yes. Hi. Yeah, that's a fun story, too. So she's on. Hello. Hello. I hope I did better with your name. I'm going to get it right. I never say it right. No, I never say it right either. And that's why when you even said it, I was like, huh? You're like, wait, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get it right one of these days. We'll get it, I promise. Oh, and there's my mom. Yay. Hi, Kelly's mom. You have to love moms. She's always oh, yeah. That's right. That's the best part of moms. They they won't tell you when your story stinks or anything like that. Or would your mom tell you? No. Nope, okay, she wouldn't. Good. She's my biggest cheerleader. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> That's why we always say, don't trust when your mother says it's awesome, but definitely accept because yeah. you need that too. <laughs> you need, you got to have that first and then you're kind of ready to go out in the world. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. So welcome, welcome. Um, let's get started. You ready for your first question? I'm so ready. Excellent. Okay, here we go. Where do you get your ideas? Where do I get my ideas? Um, <laughs> I think that just like every human being, I think that I'm like kind of, thank you, Cookie. I think that I'm kind of an amalgam of everything I've watched, read, seen, uh, experienced. So I think that um, since I was little, horror was what interested me from the get-go right away dark stories everything dark movies and so I think over the years I collected all these little things that I loved and which sounds like plagiarism but I, I don't think that's the truth my dad's a writer and he said to me one day he said get over the idea that everything's been done because everything has been done Every, you know, there's only like a few basic stories, right? You know, uh, love or, you know, overcoming obstacles or things like that. But it's about doing it your way. And so I think I that's always kind of been in the back of my mind is like, don't be afraid to talk zombies or do whatever, any sort of trope, because I try to turn it on its head and do it my own way. So I guess that's a long winded answer to your question. But it was honest and brilliant. So good job. <laughs> 
And so I think, right, as soon as you think there can't possibly be another vampire book, and then one comes right. along that's brilliant, you know? So exactly. You, yep, yep, you never know. Yeah. So good advice, Dad. Good job. Mm-hmm. Okay, who do we have? Oh, Adam says hello to Doggo. Oh, Doggo left. Sure, right as Adam says yeah. hello. Yeah, sorry. You scared him away, Adam. <laughs> He'll be All back. right. He'll be back. He'll come back for more hugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So how about what project that's in progress or not started are you most excited about? Um, well, I'm working on several projects right now, but I think the one I'm most excited about is the one I'm working with you, Kelly. Um, and that is a new novel series that I'm really, really excited about. And um, that is sort of my thing that I'm kind of waiting to delve back into and work on. And um, I'm working on so many things right now, but that, I don't want to give too much away, but it's just a brand new, it's a brand new uh, thing for me. And um, that's all I'm going to say. It's very exciting. Well, I think you can say (laughs) that Serial killers are involved. I think that's Serial killers safe. Are, are involved. And I'm writing a nonfiction book on serial killers right now. So that's helping. That's definitely, I'll have little ideas as I'm, um, so maybe that's where I get all my ideas. Serial killers. Yeah. Well, I was wondering about that. I'm like, wait, she's writing this nonfiction <laughs> book and this fiction. I see a connection. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm. Yeah. I just thought I'd get half my research done doing that and then I'll be ready. So. Mm-hmm. And then just write the fun parts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, Sitlaline said that we did her name right. Yay. Oh, yay. Well, you did. <laughs> I didn't attempt it yet, but good job. I'm just going to keep saying it until it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Third question. Look, we've already got two questions done. Okay. Uh, good. Yay. Oh, by the way, audience, if you have any questions for Meg, please type them in and I'll make sure to get to them. Uh, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Anything coffee. Ooh, coffee. Yeah. Yummy. Um, and the best part is Luke, my husband doesn't, he hates any coffee ice cream. And so he doesn't try to eat mine. So, cause he's notorious for like finishing his and then wanting to move on to, you know, my whatever. Um, so I always order anything that's coffee. I love like when it's coffee with caramel and, or like little chocolate espresso beans or I love all that. So if you don't want to share, you know what to do. Exactly. That's so funny. What about the boys? Um, so my, uh, Fox, my 13 year old, he, they have a, um, they came out with a Mario ice cream. He, he's like the biggest Nintendo Mario nut that ever lived, you know, super Mario brothers. So it's literally like cake. He loves cake batter and it's cake batter ice cream, like with, um, you know, all the fixings. So he loves that. And then Dexter, my nine-year-old is, I call him my salty dog. He doesn't really like sweets as much. Um, so he would rather, there are times we'll go get ice cream for Fox and we'll go get a big pretzel for Dexter because he would rather have that. He's just not an uh, ice cream guy. Well, once they figure out how to dip their French fries into their Wendy's Frosty. That's right. They will just have it connected, man. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, Adam wants to know what that figure is on the bookshelf above your right shoulder. I think it's your right shoulder. Well, there's Michael Myers here. And um, I have Lydia over here from Beetlejuice. I have um, Jason right here. And I also have this guy. I don't know if we can see. I can't tell what you can see, but I also have a little Five Night at Freddy's. My kids like 
that video game and um, okay. they won that and they gave it to me because they know I absolutely love stuffies. I'll take that's any awesome. stuffy. So yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Mike Myers. That's when he was looking at Mike Myers. Yep. 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 That's him. Yeah, little horror, definitely horror theme going on over there. Definitely, definitely. I'm adding every little time I find something. I'm looking forward to when we can get back to doing cons so I can keep adding to this room. That's what find I really want. Find some cool, unique do. stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. Um, let's see. Another question. If you could spend a weekend with one of your characters, who would it be and where would you go? Oh, my gosh. I know. Your characters make it challenging. Uh, I think, you know, I'm going to go, like, I'm going to go with my gut instinct right when you said it. And I feel really bad because I want to say a female character. But I think I would like to go with Edwin from Yay! <laughs> I'm like, I'm totally I'm going with Edwin. In, I'm kind of in love with him. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and... <laughs> um. I don't know where I want to go with him. Um, somewhere tropical, and um, and talk books. And he he would be an interesting and fun person to go hang out with. <laughs> we have fun researching serial killers with you. That's true. He would. He would be really. He actually make it annoying. Actually, he uh. he might be too much. Too much. <laughs> but but I think for one great day, he would be good. <laughs> That's great. For for the uh, people in the audience who don't know who Edwin is. Yeah. Can you sure. So I am um, in my horror novel trilogy, um, Her Dark Inheritance, Stars of Darkness, and The uh, Darkest Hunger. Um, he is the uh, male lead, um, and he is a, well, um, early 20s college student who um, I, I don't know, I just feel like I really tapped into... I loved his energy. He has like this kind of frenetic energy and um, he is a, he really wants to be a journalist, but he's kind of stuck in this small town situation. Um, and of course, you know, he falls in love with our lead character, but of course he's got some secrets about the town that he grew up in. And um, I think that throughout the books, he kind of learns about maybe not always being the hero and um, learning how to take, um, take the passenger seat so to speak that's beautiful it's it's a great arc that him and Daphne go through thanks let's see Sitlaline wants to know um how did your son react to Super Nintendo Land oh like that it's gonna it's happening it's like yeah that's pretty exciting um he <laughs> he really wants to go and of course all this has gone down and and so we um you know, we don't know when we're going to be able to, to go do anything, but, um, yeah, that will be, that will be really, really exciting. Um, he lives and breathes Mario. So, um, anything with Mario on it, we have it. And, um, when he was eight, I did a big Mar Super Mario, um, birthday party in our house. And it was like the most intense I've ever done a birthday party. And every room was like a different theme we had like, you know, the ghost house room and we had the like um, aquatic uh, room and everything. I went over the top, but it's one of my finest hours. I was very proud of it. You're like, today I am a good mother. Yeah, yeah. I mothered really hard that day. Now someone else clean up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, hey, my mom says she loves your earrings. Oh, thank you. I actually just got these. So um, I my ears are not pierced. 
um, which is a, a kind of a story, I guess. But um, I, this reader of mine, she was buying some of my books, and I noticed that she um, had this business called Glitterino Resin Art. And I saw these beautiful earrings, and so I wrote to her, and I said, um, you know, I, I don't have pierced ears. Could you help me out? And she just sent these and some ghosts. So um, I'm all so set cool. now for all the Zoom and twitching and Skyping. <laughs> You've got it decked out now. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, let's see. How about what is the first thing you put in your grocery cart as an impulse buy? So not like what's on your list, but like your impulse okay. buy. So my favorite food is bread, all types of bread, just biscuits, croissants, um, French bread, <laughs> sourdough. I could just list bread like Bubba Gump list bread. <laughs> and I love it all. So that's probably what I would, I try to avoid not eat, you know, I don't want to eat too much of it. Um, mm -hmm. So that's, that, that would be the thing that I would be like, oh, that looks really good. So bread, bread. <laughs> any kind of bread. Yeah. Perfect. You know, I, I would say that's boring, except it's not. Because as you, you know, walk by and you smell yeah. that yeast, it's oh, just, you've got to have yes. it. Man. Yes, yes. I feel you. Mm -hmm. um, and remember, anyone from the audience, just type your questions in. So where are we? We are, you write fiction and nonfiction. So what can you tell me about your nonfiction endeavors? Okay, so. Um, and actually, I think, oh, I'm going to interrupt you. I'm sorry, because I think Zafo has a picture, too, of the cover. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I do my nonfiction with uh, my best friend, Kelly Florence. Um, we started a podcast several years ago, and that's kind of how we stumbled into this. But um, basically, my love of horror um, also, you know, just it doesn't just involve fiction writing and writing and, and reading books, but it also has to do with I love horror film. And um, as a literature student back in the day I really enjoyed research and so um kind of forming those two things together and doing it with my friend has been a really cool experience and I think it's a challenge as a writer to do both and I really like challenging myself um, I think it makes me a better writer in both arenas um because anytime you're writing you know is is good um so it's something I really enjoy doing and um, fiction, it will always be my first love, I will admit, um, because that's where I really get to, you know, bleed and, and be emotional and, and do all that. But nonfiction um, is just a really neat and fun way to also write, but like explore and learn things that I normally would never would have. Well, I love it that those analytical skills definitely come in when you're writing fiction. So it makes oh, yeah. sense to me. So that's really fun. Yeah. I, I love this series. So, and anyone who sticks around to the end, she's going to draw a name and someone gets to win either the science of Stephen King or her dark inheritance. Yeah. So all of you out there listening in the world, you should come live on Tuesday so you can win some cool stuff. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, let's see. We have, what do you hope readers get from your work? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think that, what I want them to get, and I'm going to just talk about my fiction, mm -hmm. is entertainment, but also there's something about a book with, a, I believe that character is absolutely number one, and I want them to come away maybe like 
learning a little something about themselves, which sounds cheesy, but like, I think as writers, we kind of like work out our own crap when we're writing. And so, and I think when we're reading and we're like finding that character that kind of resonates with us, I think we're kind of like um, connecting. And so I would love to know that, and I've had people contact me and, and talk about, you know, things that they, they connected on a level with Daphne and, and that means a lot to me. So I guess that, that connection of the reader to the character is really, really important to me. Excellent. That's a good reason. Here, I got a really tough one for you. You ready? Okay. All right, here we go. What's your favorite color? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yellow. Yellow. What an awesome choice. So like daisy yellow or like gold yellow or butter yellow. More like sunny, bright yellow. I just love yellow. I mean, I can't pull it off. I can't wear yellow. Um, <laughs> I'm so if you can. But mm-hmm. um, I just, ever since I was, I remember I made the, like, when I was five years old, I was in kindergarten, I made the decision that yellow is my favorite color, and I've, like, stuck by that. I'm loyal to yellow. So it's bright. It makes me happy. And yet you live in Minnesota, you poor thing. I know. And I'm a horror writer. <laughs> So, I don't know. <laughs> it just I means you're complicated. Simple. Yeah. <laughs> which is good. Simple is boring. That's right. <laughs> okay, let's see. You've done some creative launches. I've had a lot of fun at your book launches. Oh, um, yeah. There was one where you had a drink tailored to your main character. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just thinking about the drinks, I was wondering, what is your favorite adult beverage? Ooh. Um, I'm kind of a beer girl which is kind of boring I guess but Zafo will completely disagree with you (laughs) um but I yes oh that looks good that's like a stout or something that looks good (laughs) Zafo's holding up a beer for everyone who can't see him sorry for those who can't Um, see it's uh the 512 pecan porter that sounds good. Yeah, oh, yeah, I do like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love I love wine too, and I mean, I love <laughs> I love it all. <laughs> I I wish I could say there's like a cocktail or something I don't like, but actually we were just talking. About, I don't like limoncello, and I'm not really big into margaritas. What? So, yeah. Sorry. Well, you're not in Texas, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> okay. I think yeah, maybe they don't fire. know how to make them up here. <laughs> <laughs> So when you come down here for Comic Palooza next time, okay. I'm getting you a margarita. Okay, I'm going to hold you to it, you said. Done. <laughs> my, well, I want to know what your favorite drink was, but okay. Now, beer, we could just take you to a brewery. We can take care of that, too. Yes, that's, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm you know, TV. but we can do things like go places again. I know. It'll happen. Nice. It will happen. Mm-hmm. Now, let's see. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, you're a famous X-Files fan. Like, this is like part <laughs> of your identity. When I think of yes. you, I also think of X-Files. Thank so, you. what recent TV shows do you enjoy? Oh, so many. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm watching I'm watching a good one right now called Servant um, that's on Apple TV. Um, and it's M. Night Shyamalan. Um, that is fascinating. But I'm trying to think. Just off the top of my head, uh, um, I oh god, I love so many, and like my mind's going blank. I wish um, I I'm, wish I'm just sitting here impressed. You can actually say his name. We always just say M Shamalam Lamla. Uh, yeah, I wish my friend Kelly Florence was here because she is like she's the person who tells me like watch this, don't watch that. She knows what I like. Oh, Queen's Gambit was really good. 
Um, uh, I heard that's amazing. I haven't oh. started it yet because I'm scared I'm going to start it and not do anything but watch it until it's over. Oh, yeah. No, it's really good. And Monsterland on Hulu is really good. It was like my kind of horror. It's very character-driven, um, kind of dramatic. I, I like that. Um, oh, there's so many shows. I Did don't you know. watch My Manor? Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've heard, for me, I couldn't get through it because it was boring. Okay. But I talked to someone else who loved it. So what did you think? I loved it. See, so, so I, maybe I'm, I'm just missing yeah. something. Maybe I should finish it. I think I'm well, just impatient. <laughs> maybe. But, I mean, I think it's okay to find it boring. I think that's okay. I mean, it is definitely slower moving than Hill House. Um, right. That was. I'm like, I just need, I don't need it to speed along. But I need yeah. some, some reward for sitting I here. Get you. you. know? I get you. Yeah, yeah. I, I really liked it, but I, I totally get that. Yeah. So I, I love all the shows. I don't know. Awesome. I, what don't I watch? And I, apparently you have all the things, too. You did Apple and Hulu and Netflix. And yeah. And I have Shudder. <laughs> I have Shudder. That's the horror one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do have them all. <laughs> um, let's see. M. Night Shana. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, my mom loved Bly Manor, too. So I guess it was okay. just me and my daughter. We just couldn't get into Sorry. it. I, we're impatient, okay. apparently. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ooh, here's a fun one. What is your idea of a vacation? Ooh, you know, am I, am I with my kids or not with my kids? Oh, it's up to you. You just tell me. (laughs) Um, well, my favorite vacations, I'll be honest, are when, so since my husband's a doctor, he gets to go on business trips sometimes and they send him nice places and it's perfect because he has to work a little bit while he's there but just a little bit so he works from like 8 to 12 and but we're in hawaii and so it's perfect and the boys are at home with mom and the boys and and the boys are home with my parents so that has happened a couple times and that was like the dream because then i can like lay in bed and read or watch stuff or whatever and he's like off doing his thing and then by the time it's lunch he's there and so I got my alone time and then I got my husband time and so yeah that's that's the best (laughs) and you only have to pay for your plane ticket because the company pays for everything oh I'm with you smart answer (laughs) yeah that's I've been to Vegas like three times it was all like that right Kevin had to go work so we (laughs) exactly it kind of all works out so yes magic that's a great answer um let's see Setlaline wants to know if you watch any k-dramas yes um I'm trying to think oh what's the most recent one that I watched it was uh it was where, oh, I love them so much. It was the one, hopefully she knows this one, where the woman from South Korea accidentally accidentally gets into North Korea. She's like on a... That just uh, happens. You take a wrong left turn. I'm, yeah. Well, no, she's literally, she's like some like big celebrity and... and and then she, ah. she's on like a, oh, what do you call it? Like a parasailing or something. And she, and there's like a storm and she, she lands in North Korea, but guess what? There's this super hot, um, North Korean soldier and of then course. they fall in love. Oh, it's so cute. So I love K-dramas. My favorite one is Master's Son because that's like a horror romance, but I love the formula of K-dramas because they just go a season. So they they don't worry about what's going to happen 10 seasons from now. They just do the one season. So I like them. 
Nice. Nice. That's really cool. You're not kidding. You you do. You like you like dabble in lots of TV. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I like the, oh, all genres. That's fantastic. Um, that's what I read, right? All genres. So it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, cool. Um, let's see. What do we have? Um, Dave Hay asks, did you visit Maine as part of your research for the Stephen King book? Oh, I wish I could have. That would be so cool. I've only ever been to Maine um, once. Um, and I was like in the really touristy part, but I would love to go. And, um, that's like on my, I think everybody's forming like a post COVID list of where they want to go. Yes. <laughs> and, um, I would really, really like to go there. That would be cool. Yeah. It's, it's mine and my husband's anniversary this weekend, 23 oh, years. Happy so we planned, we planned a trip to new Orleans like oh. three months ago. We're like, it's, it'll be fine. We'll go. We reserve the hotel. And then of course, oh. two weeks ago, we're like, okay, never mind, Cancel it. We're so hopeful. We'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. Yeah. Um, oh, Sitlaline says she thinks it's crash landing on you. Yes, crash landing on you. Thank yep, you. Yep. I knew she knew she'd know what it was. Yeah, that's a good one. Excellent. Okay, so let's see. Have you ever had an idea that you were passionate about, but you just couldn't get it to work, or you couldn't get a publisher to love it? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if there was anything. There's definitely like short stories I've written that just fell flat and they never, and they were maybe a little weird and they just never found a home. I'm pretty lucky, um, that I have been able to, um, have people who believe in me and, you know, share in my vision. So I, as many times as I've been rejected, which is a lot, I've also had a lot of game. people, right. A lot of people, um, backing me up so I guess I can't complain too much about that no hey it's it's persistence and you're definitely right. persistent. yeah let's see what hobbies do you enjoy to refill your creative cup besides watching tv obviously that works okay well. uh well reading um yes I definitely. read a lot and um well since the pandemic started I started cross-stitching so, and I'm making some cross stitches for friends. I kind of like doing it for people, like as a little gift. Mm -hmm. um, I like puzzles. Um, I like, uh, I like drinking said beer and wine that we talked about. Um, I'm really, my, my husband and I, we, we have like this old house um, that needs like a lot of love. And what I what I loved about it was that we can make it our own. So that's something that we spend a lot of time on is, um, you know, even so, like painting and um, kind of figuring out, okay, what are we going to do with this space and this idea and stuff? And that's that's kind of fun. So we've been enjoying doing that a lot in the pandemic. Um, but yeah, I mean, and of course, I'm a mom. So um, a lot of my free time is spent momming as well. Yes, but that's a creative suck. That's different. Oh, right, right. This is for creative energy. But yes, I definitely say, I think, I think reading probably mm -hmm. is the number one because, like, I was just reading Clive Barker today, and I was like, I just want to, like, have osmosis from this book so that I can go work on my short stories and, like, have Clive Barker, like, 
like uh, his his essence <laughs> on, the, on me as I as I write this. Yeah, because you're working on a new short story collection, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's so fun. I love you. Actually, I have a short story question on here somewhere. Maybe I'll skip to it. Here, you write a lot of short stories. What yeah. do you get from this practice? Oh, you know, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I get this sort of mini version of going through a novel and like learning how to um, to tell a story from A to Z. And when you're doing a novel, you kind of are like, stretching it out and you have this happening over here and that but like a short story you're really focused on you know how am I going to make this world um feel real in a short amount of time and how am I going to get from A to Z because there's still the same story arc that you have to do in a novel it's just shorter mm-hmm. um so I think it's good practice and I just absolutely love like kind of dipping into this world and dipping into that world and having this character. And, and I've, I've said many times I like short stories too, because I can, I can have characters that a novel is not going to like work, you know, because maybe they're hateful or they're awful or they, we don't want them to be, you know, the, the um, protagonist of a novel. So mm-hmm. I like that I can kind of just explore and play around and, um, and sometimes some ideas just aren't, aren't going to be a novel, but they can be a short story. <laughs> well, that's really fun. I was curious because you're always really good with character and I was, I'm always bad with character. And mm. so like, I'm good at like world building and this great cool magic and you know, this, mm-hmm. this, this fun epic thing going on. But when it came to character, I was like, uh, I don't know, they're bored. And so they go on this journey. <laughs> what? That's a bad motivation. I don't know. <laughs> so it's like writing the short story made me dive so deep into character. Cause you mm-hmm. can only tell one bit of one yeah. character story well in a short story format. So it really taught me so much better how to do character. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, maybe I didn't even realize that that was what was happening. Maybe that's why I like doing them so much, too. Just dive right in. And for mm-hmm. horror, I think it's a perfect format for horror. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of, like, anthology series and Twilight Zone and all that, Tales from the Crypt. So I think horror just blends itself very well, yeah, to short story form. I like that. Um, let's see. Uh, Sitlaline wants to know, do you think there's a sweet spot for word count on short stories? No. No, I actually just, I sent a short story into an anthology and it was 2,000 words over what they wanted and I got accepted. So I was like, well. Well, They were nicer than me. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. If it comes to Kelly Colby, then yes. Or any of the um, professional ones. But you have to remember when we're paying for it, right? There's only so much space we have. Yeah, that's true. I'm a big believer in... um, just write the story you need to write and mm-hmm. and then and then you if you talk to a publisher and they say you know what you need to trim this down or we like this but you need to trim then then trim it down but you know if you want it to be in that but I would say or our punch it up but I would say just tell the story you need to tell and don't even look at the word count yes oh, I agree with that I had one I was it was trying to send it to a 5,000 word is what it needed to be when I was done just writing it it was 8,000 words I had oh, to no. get rid of 3,000 words and you know what <laughs> that is best story I have ever written well that makes sense that makes sense yeah sometimes it's the trimming Mm -hmm. that that does it really you know sifting it down you know like like good 
scotch, right? You know, it's all about the distillation. <laughs> so it might seem like, oh, no, I'm never going to do this. And then you're like, holy moly, this is good. So you never yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Never know. Okay, let's see. What is your least favorite chore around the house? Ooh. Um, well. Decorating for a Mario party? <laughs> no, I kind of <laughs> like that. Okay, um, cleaning up after the Mario party. <laughs> um, what is my least favorite chore? It's just like, you know, we have an old elderly pug. She <laughs> is very, very old. Whoa. She's 15. Um, and she, you know, understandably... Mm-hmm. Um, poops in the house and so I guess you know it happens it happens to us all when we get to I think she's like probably like a hundred um, so I can't blame her but that's yep. you know dealing with poops never fun so no yeah. no nope poor baby that was ours our we uh, moved to a new house and our visla was you know almost 14 and she could not she couldn't make it to the door to pee and I was yeah. like, well, this brand new carpet's going to have to go. But again, what yeah. can you do? She's old. She wasn't do? being obedient. She wasn't being mean. She literally exactly. couldn't make it. You know? Exactly. And like our pug is still like sassy as ever. She loves food. It's not like she's on death's door or anything. She just, you know, has accidents. Uh-huh. So she, and she was our first baby. So, you know, what are we going to do? Yep. It is what it is. It's it not is just mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. I skipped around. See, I hate when I do that. Ooh, here's a good one. Ready? Okay. If you could write in any world that wasn't your own, which world would that be? Um, you know, I talked to, for interviewing um, for the Stephen King book, I talked to Richard Chismar, who um, wrote Gwendy's Button Box with Stephen King. And then he wrote um, Gwendy's Magic Feather without Stephen King. Um, and now they went back, and now their third book in the series, Stephen King co-wrote that. But he wrote the second one without him. Um, and what was so cool is that he got to write in Castle Rock. And Stephen King gave him Castle Rock to um, do. And so, if I mean, that would be that would be really cool. I mean, I feel like I already have taken, you know, obviously inspiration from Stephen King so maybe that's boring because maybe like that's kind of what I already do and kind of real gothic but then I'm also thinking like some Shirley Jackson novels like um I wouldn't mind like to use like the house from Haunting Hill House um that would be fun too so I don't I don't know but it would be horror I mean I'm not a big fantasy person Mm -hmm. I I need the horror so yeah very cool we all ever think. That's what I say. I try to write mm-hmm. something and a dragon just pops in. I can't avoid fantasy. Exactly. And I just write something and somebody dies and their guts fall out. Right. You're like, oh, <laughs> it happened again. It happened again. Sorry. <laughs> it's so funny, right? Because I'm like you. Like, I, I read a lot of different genres. I watch yeah. a lot of different genres. But when I write, it just comes out fantasy. Yeah. 
Oh, that's who you are. Can't help it. <laughs> so weird. Except that short story I talked about, it's horror. Yeah. I should send it to you. It's Oh, pretty... uh, yeah, I want to read it. It's really weird. I think I was watching too much Supernatural, so I was, you know, oh. influenced by that. Oh, that just ended. Are you I okay? know. I have not finished it. I just thought oh, I would watch okay. the whole thing over again. And, you know, so in my spare time. So I'm, like, yeah. on season six, I think. So I have a long way to go. Yeah, I need to get into that show because there's so many seasons. Mm-hmm. I'll be, like, set for a while. It's awesome. And you said you like beer. You know, Jensen yeah. Eccles has a brewery called right? Family Business in Austin. And, and Zayfo and I go and, all the time. It's incredible. And you pretend you like beer there. Uh, well, they usually have cider, too. So I drink <laughs> okay, cider. Okay. Kevin drinks beer. And we sit out under these old live oak trees. And they have lights in them. They have a playground for the kids. And we oh, sit down oh. and we just play board games. It's oh, amazing. Nice. Oh, it's Yeah, beautiful. you're making me sad. I'm missing life outside this house. <laughs> <laughs> We are due. I was like, we need to go back to Austin. Yeah. And the best is. part is baby is there now. Well, back and forth. She doesn't is live. That a ca- is that the car? Yes. yes. And they gave Jensen one and they gave Jared one. Oh, nice. That's yep. pretty cool. That would be cool. But I like to go on odd days because I don't ever want Jensen to be there. <laughs> so. Why? So he can't fall in love with you? <laughs> oh, please. If you see him and his wife, first of all, they're gorgeous. But second of all, they're adorable. They're so cute. So, no, no. I'm, I'm very happy with my husband. Oh, but, okay. You no, know, I'm pretty cool with celebrities. We've met them at cons, right? You have yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But there's some celebrities no, I, I get it. No. I get it. And I love that place, right? Like, I just, if he no, had. I understand. And we discovered it some other way, I would still love that place. So. I decided if I met Carrie Elwes. I would like burst into flames or something because he's too perfect. And I don't, I, I wouldn't want him to like know that I exist. So I understand. Yeah, there's always some, my, my mom last year at dragon con um, met not yeah last year. So not this year that didn't happen last year. David Tennant came. Oh yeah. And she was like, Oh, I, I, you know, I, I paid for a picture with him. You should come with me. I'm like, Oh no, I can't. I can't. I can't. She's like, come on. You should come with and I'm like, no, I can't. And like the last minute, I'm like, okay, all right, I'll come. Because I'm like, I'm being an idiot. He's just a person like everyone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. And so we go, and it's so funny. And as soon as we get in, because it's quick, right? They've got these people lined yeah. up. Yeah. It's David Tennant, so the line is, you know. Right. And so we go, and I look up. I'm like, oh, my God, that is David Tennant. And I didn't look up. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm like you. We're about the same height, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, that is David Tennant. After that, I didn't look up again. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably good. I'm like, and my mom, she's a pro, right? She's done all oh. kinds of things. Hi! And so oh, she comes nice. one side, and David, luckily, he's a pro too, right? So he helped mm-hmm. his hand out, and I was looking down, so I saw his hand. I'm like, oh, I'll go over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not very cool. I thought it. I was cool. Not cool. <laughs> all right. Are you ready for your last question? Yeah. Right. Here we go. What are you promoting right now? Oh, okay. So... I, a lot. Um, so first, um, the third novel in my novel series, um, just came out in October. Um, I'm really proud of that. And now, um, it's a nice complete trilogy, which feels really good. Um, and so right now at Inklings Publishing, I believe you can get all three books for $30, which is a really good deal. Um, and I don't know, I'm really excited and I'm really proud of that series. So um, I have been enjoying hearing what people think um, about the the last book. So um, that and then um, 
Science of Stephen King came out in October. Um, that uh, book has really become bigger than we thought it was going to be. And, and um, it's been a real ride and we've been able to, to do lots of, you know, fun interviews and things like that. So we, we promoted it pretty hard in October and, um, you know, we have a lot of reviews up and everything. So that's been great. And then our podcast horror rewind is still, still going. And, um, I tend to talk more about books on there lately. Um, but part of the reason is because Kelly and I can't, um, actually physically get together, which is how we like to do it. Um, so, um, but that is always, you know, we're always talking about horror movies, horror books, all that stuff. So, um, and that Kelly is Kelly Florence, right? Kelly Just, Florence. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry. My co-author and my co-podcaster. So, um, yeah. And you know, I'm just excited for what's coming out next year with Science of Serial Killers and my third um, Twisted Reveries um, collection of short stories. And then hopefully, um, if I can get my act together, um, the book that we are working on together. So um, I hope that comes out next year as well. So um, awesome. I'm just... Uh, I already have I, a cover artist I, lined up. Oh, okay. <laughs> no pressure. Um so, uh, yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm very excited for what's on the horizon and I just, um, I'm just keep pumping and keep working and, um, I love what I do. So, um, I'm just going to keep doing it. Yay. Well, that was 20 questions with Meg Hoftal. Thank you so much for coming. Yay. Um, for everyone oh. out there in TV land. Sorry, go ahead, Meg. What? Somebody, somebody should get a book. Oh no, that's at the end after the recording. Oh, it so is. So don't worry, we'll do that in just a minute. That's for all the never people mind. listening. All the people never listening. Mind. When we're done, no, not never mind. Next time, come to this. You can win some free <laughs> books. But for all everyone right, else listening, we'll, we'll get them a book. That's right. No, well, they should feel guilty. They should come and have fun. Um, but anyone who wants their books, we have all that stuff. So what I do want to know is where can people find you? Where can we follow you? Sure. I'm at Meg Hoftall on Twitter. That's probably where I'm the most active. And um, I'm Meg Hoftall, author on Facebook and on Instagram, you can go to our horror rewind Instagram. I don't have a personal one on there, but we have a podcast uh, Instagram and also meghoftall.com. Perfect. So lots of Meg Hoftalls, but one <laughs> wonderful queen of horror. That's right. Uh, There's only one of me. So everyone, if you want to give any love to your new favorite author, please make sure to leave reviews for her work and leave a review for this podcast also, please, wherever you get your podcasts. So thank you very much, and we'll see you all next time. Thank you. Cue the outro music.